Hey guys, today on episode 80 of the Badass Midlife Podcast, we're going to talk about handling things that come up in life that are disruptive, the proverbial monkey wrench that gets thrown into the plan. We talked a little bit about this a little bit last week, just in the sense of, you know, things just pop up and you're in a different season all of a sudden and you're like, oh, okay, so I'm just going to adjust. But there are some tricks uh, to kind of help guide you through those things and just basically prepare for the inevitable. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that today. Hey friends, welcome to the Badass Midlife Podcast. This is the place where we talk about midlife hangups, what to let go of, what to hang on to, and how to move on and actually do your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, happy Tuesday. Hope everyone is doing well today. You know, last week when um, I was talking a little bit about how, um, you know, some things just pop up sometimes and you have to make some adjustments, but you just uh, need to ask yourself some questions, you know, just to get re-centered, you know, figure out what your core values are find out what you want and don't want out of life. So those are really important questions to ask whenever you have those moments uh, where all of a sudden you feel like, okay, I just feel like this thing has happened and I'm all I'm doing is reacting and I'm on autopilot too much and I no longer know what direction I'm going in. So it's a really important in those times to just get re-centered. Ask yourself those questions, give yourself a little bit of grace and just think, okay, let me just calm down for a second and let me just figure out what it is that I actually want and how to get there. In the spirit of that, I threw in a little example of, I don't wanna live in a condo situation slash townhouse, what I'm in right now, because I want to have a little bit of a different life. I need a yard of my own. I want some different things for uh, the next chapter of my life so that when my girls come to visit that it's a lot more comfortable and it's more of a gathering space. And I realized that when I sat down and started really looking at what my core values were and what meant a lot to me. And that is something from way back in my life that meant so much to me and it's just been a part that has had to be put on hold um, after, you know, a 20-year marriage and then things just change. You know, you're getting adjusted over the last 10 or 11 years. It takes me a minute. Uh, But, you know, you're just figuring out what the next steps are, are going to be and it just feels like you're just on this hamster wheel and like, oh, this is pretty much what it's gonna be. But then... I started thinking about it and I thought, but why though? Why? I have progressed in my life. I have progressed in my career. Uh, My financial situation has changed. I have other opportunities that have been put in front of me. And I just think, why do I still feel stuck here? And a lot of it has to do with the story that I and many of us tell ourselves about what this life is going to be like. Why? Because we are just in this routine. We're like, yeah, this is pretty much, this is pretty much it. This is what I get. This is what it's going to have to be like, but not necessarily all the time. Sometimes you're in a season or you're in um, a pattern because of 
a small external circumstance. In my case, I wanted to get to a certain financial place, get rid of some debt, just because I didn't want that monkey on my back anymore. But now I realize if I set a goal and that's all gone by X date, that I'll be in a very different position and maybe I'll feel differently about moving and it'll make it easier. And so in that spirit, I just decided to go to some open houses over the weekend and it was really fun. And I thought, look, I could probably swing this. Actually, I can swing this um, at that point when I get to that goal. Uh, I think I can swing this and I am not going to stress about feeling stuck about where I am. So I'm just sharing that story to say that sometimes you have to really evaluate what's making you miserable and what it is that you'd rather have and then think to yourself, but is this permanent? Is this actually permanent that it cannot be changed? Or is this just a season, a circumstance I'm in because of something that is in flux, that is changeable? right? And in my case, it is. It was something that um, once I got to a certain point and got a certain thing, a few things handled, I'll be in a really different place. So I want to encourage you to like go back and listen to episode 79 if you haven't, just because I think it's important to ask yourself these questions so that we can just kind of move ahead into the direction that really feeds us and gives us that full feeling of living life the way we want it to be. So the way that ties into today's episode is that there are going to be things even when, you know, you're feeling great. Like I am right now. I'm like, oh, I got this shit figured out. I know what I'm going to do. I've got my plan. There are things that get thrown in the monkey wrenches of life. Uh, That could be, you know, a serious weather impact, um, an injury, trauma, you know, illness, some sort of tragic event, Um, even COVID, uh, you know, when the businesses closed down and people couldn't work and schools were not in session, having to work from home, all of those things were really disruptive. And we love our routines, right? We talk about the good and the bad of the routines. But There are times when these things pop up that they can actually be really, really fragile and just get completely thrown off by something like that that we had no control over. Even a simple thing like when they shut your water off, right? Because they're doing a a thing in your neighborhood and you just didn't pay attention to the notice or whatever. and You just weren't prepared. It's really disruptive, you know? And it just sort of like, it's like, man, I took that so for granted when I had water five minutes ago and now I don't have any to rinse off my hands because, you know, like it's just one of those small things to think a little bit bigger scale. You know, what does happen when a routine like, goodness, a pandemic disrupts, is disrupted, you know? So what is, how do you respond to that? And because they are just such a basic part of life, they help us save brain space and energy for the things that we have to accomplish in the day. So that's why routines are great. They protect us from just that scattered, anxious feeling because there are these milestones throughout the day that you have to accomplish. 
And people are generally more productive when they have any kind of routine. But any disruption, anything that disrupts that, even the slightest thing where it's like, hey, uh, can you stop and pick this up before you come to work? That's just you changing your route, changing what time you leave, uh, just changing the general um, pattern of your day. It's disruptive. And we get so annoyed. Have you noticed that? You get so aggravated whenever just the slightest thing, because it's not like we had these hard plans, but we had plans that were really loose and they were open and that kind of felt good because everything else that we had to do was already in place. And then we had this loose plan where we built some time and maybe we were gonna take a walk and then boom, all of a sudden something happens and you're like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're doing this. How do you respond in those situations? So a couple things to remember, we're gonna go through four or five things here. One is that being productive in these moments is much, much less a priority than your well-being. It's just put your mask on first thinking. You have to take care of yourself. You have to be well and healthy and just stay centered. Crisis, these things are going to come up. I feel like I'm pretty good at this. You just got to put everything, like put your arms out, like stop everything. And I'm just going to take a beat, take a breath. Uh, I got to stay well. This is a big deal. This is going to have some serious impact. And I need to just keep my sanity, keep my wits. Right. And so um, I always felt like this was really important when my kids are little and there would be lots of tornadoes where we grew up, where they were growing up downstate. And uh, it didn't matter what I was in the middle of, right? There's a tornado. We had to get to a room, right? An inside room or a basement if we had it. And I had to be calm. We almost turned it into a little party because we were like, ooh, let's go build a fort. Let's go downstairs. You know what we have to do? Let's take a book. Let's take this um, uh, flashlight just in case. And we made it fun because it's almost like, especially when you're a mom, you learn that uh, they are looking at your eyeballs and your face. And it's just like, you gotta be okay. You got to be okay. And whatever else you were in the middle of, that has to go out the window. So that's the best example I can think of. Where the first thing when that monkey wrench happens, just imagine that type of situation where you got to be well. Because maybe your people are counting on you or not. Somebody, I'm sure, is. And they need you to be well and strong and just centered. So take care of yourself is the very, very first thing. The second is try your best not to just react super fast. You don't need to all of a sudden become a reactive person who's babbling and talking and whatever. Just don't react super fast. There are times that, of course, if it's an emergent situation, you have to react fast. That's not what I'm talking about. But even in that moment, you still got to remember number one, which is stay well stay centered, be a source of comfort and calm, 
to those situations for the sake of the people around you, but also for the sake of yourself. So the second thing to remember is just don't become a reactive person. Just take a second, take a step back and really evaluate what it is you're dealing with. Is this something that's going to impact just today? Is it going to impact this week? Does it change these next seven days? Is it a month? Is it going to change my life? Did this one thing really change my life? And then just evaluate all of that and then break that down into month by month. If it's going to impact your life, you need to take a second. Because God forbid, those are the big things where you can't make these fast decisions hastily, you know, where you're not really considering everything. You need to slow down. Don't become reactive. Next is try to find the, the, the lesson kind of thing, the growth opportunity here. Sometimes when, many times, when these things come up, you're not prepared, whether it's physically, financially, mentally. They happen whenever the frick they want to happen. They are just coming for you, you know? And when you think about just that situation and you think of how disruptive it is and how how could this be now on top of all this stuff, you know, exactly how did this happen, you know, at this worst time when I can't literally, I'm so at the end of my frayed rope, you know, we get into that really negative cycle of thinking. But try to manage that and think about, okay, so there is something I'm learning here. I can't skip two weeks of a workout or I can't skip meditation or exercise because look at how I feel right now. Here this thing happened that I was not prepared for and I am a hot mess. Hot mess. What's the thing you learn? What's the growth opportunity in those moments? He always goes back to that first one, like, you got to take care of yourself. So in general, something to learn from it is to say, I'm not going to get myself in this situation again, where um, something gets thrown into my life, and I am not physically, mentally, emotionally prepared for it. I can't let myself get there because I need to just plan that things are going to come up. And the very, very first thing that needs to happen is I need to be strong enough to deal with it. Because then you can't do any of the other things either. So literally, I mean, everything goes back to the first one where it's like, take care of yourself. And that's just a lesson that you learn in there. Next is, what can I let go of? You know, what do I need to do? This happened. Do I need to clear my calendar for this next two days, for this week, for this three weeks, for this month, so that I can figure this out. Because when this kind of thing kind of forces you to have to clear some time, make sure you're very careful with what it is you're clearing. What you're going to clear are things that um, are, again, not related to your well-being. So clear work, clear an oil change, 
unless your car's about to blow up. Sometimes I wait till the last minute. And so maybe you don't want to clear that clear. Um, just little errands, right? That you kind of had planned things that you were going to uh, take care of this week more on a personal. Clear those things. But don't clear the things that, again, take care of you. Not all of them. And so you might have to prioritize what are the things that are the most important to take care of you. Put those in order and then start at the bottom and maybe clear that one. Maybe the massage isn't as as important as the exercise. So you could you could maybe get rid of the massage or Maybe it's the therapy appointment that, you know, you've been going every week. Maybe you can go every two weeks, but you can't skip your exercise because that's literally your your daily mental wellness. So really prioritize the things that you do to take care of yourself. And if you have to get rid of, if you have to get into that list, start at the bottom. Because there are certain things like, depending on how they impact you, right? Where the meditation and the just the daily walk and the exercise do so much for you that you're just like, nope, I need to keep those, but maybe I'm going to get rid of these last things, the last thing on this list. Because while I love it and it's important, it's not as important. So it's a question of prioritizing. So, and then the next, ask for help. Like sometimes there just aren't enough arms, you know, on you where you can handle it all. And maybe you can't miss something that you had planned for work. Or maybe you can't move this appointment because it took six weeks to get it. And it's actually super important and something that you need to do. And that in those moments, if you need help, ask who can help you. Look around. This is like in that zoom out moment. You're going to be like, okay, I'm going to clear this and this and this. But this I have to do. And this means I need to pull somebody in. Call your partner, your sibling, whoever, and figure out who can actually help you. Can can they take up a part of a project off your plate? Can someone at work handle something for you? It doesn't mean it's going to be, maybe it's not going to be as good as you do it, but that's okay because what you're trying to do is make a little space for this situation and it'll be there when you come back. So reach out, decide who can help you with some of those things that just feel like they can't necessarily be removed. Just get some help with those things. Just have someone step in on something that's, not going to be able to be completely removed, like I said. And then finally, just, it's okay. Give yourself a little bit of grace. It's going to be okay. Like these things come up and we have to know those in life, that they are coming. And the more that we can take these steps to know how to handle them, the better off we're going to be. The most important thing, is about staying well and healthy and safe emotionally and mentally so that you're ready when these things come up. It's really, uh, it's really important. The most important thing is that feeling of 
I kind of feel bulletproof. I'm strong right now. I'm feeling pretty good. Um, I'm not exactly where I think I want to be 100% in all these areas, but I'm feeling pretty good that if whatever gets thrown at me, I'm going to be able to take that breath and think about exactly what's going on. Be objective. Don't be reactive and really assess, ask for help if I need it and go from there. I think that this is a really important thing to think about. I think as we get into midlife, we get stuff thrown at us all the time. You know, a lot of sandwich generation stuff going on where one of your parents will need you and one of your kids needs you pretty badly. And you're just like, oof, okay, here's what we're doing. And I have to work and I have to take care of this and all of that and all, you know, all the things. There's just always so much. But the more you can be a person that is a pillar, right? You've, you're strong. You feel centered in your life. You're healthy. The easier it is to actually, like the last thing, give yourself some grace when life throws something very unexpected into your plan. So don't let these things just uh, crush you. Don't let them crush you. I think by this point, many of us are really, really good at it, you know, but there are those times when it's the last thing you need is something disruptive and it happens all the time, probably more often than we want, but it, it's going to be there. And so for me, like I said, being prepared and staying healthy and being strong, that's really the best, best thing that you can do. So don't ever put your self-care and your well-being on the back burner because you do want to be all cylinders firing when things happen. And then that's great because then the people that love you and count on you can see you as that person and then use that as an example for them. All right. That is all I have for you today, my friends. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Hey friends, if you enjoyed the Badass Midlife Podcast, please do me a huge favor and subscribe so you can get every episode when it drops and leave me a five-star review and a comment. I'd love to hear from you. 